we need to talk about W. The W in question is writing. Writing in general. Now, we live in a very um, video-centric world and very audio-centric. You're listening to audio right now, obviously. Still, this is uh, no reason to neglect the written word. Almost everything you see uh, is written. Almost everything that you hear is written on some level. Sorry, I'm just drinking my coffee. I have a stuffy nose today. Those two things are completely unrelated. See, if I'd have written this down, you wouldn't have had to hear that. The point is, I think search engines have changed the nature of writing, truly. And I'm not necessarily talking about SEO, which I know very little about, and if truth be told, most people don't, even the people that claim to be SEO experts. Uh, it's kind of hit and miss, because you're dealing with an organic matter. And more importantly, an, or, an organic matter you can't control. No one has control over Google. Not even Google sometimes. You know. So the idea that you can somehow game the system with uh, words and phrases and metadata is kind of laudable, but not really true. But I'm not talking about SEO specifically. I'm talking about writing per se. It seems like writing for writing's sake has kind of disappeared. Or at least it's been pushed to the further fringes of the internet. Um, and I feel a sense of loss, I guess. I am no Charles Bukowski, let's be frank about that. But I do feel like a lot of what I read on the internet or listen to that's been written down previously it kind of sounds formulaic people tend to write in listicles and they write in how to's or let's let's call them teachables you know let's say for every 10 articles you read on the internet or 10 pieces of writing at least eight, if not nine of them, will be a listicle or a teachable, you know. It's either a, you know, five ways to lose belly fat or how to lose belly fat. It's, it, people have become almost psychotically obsessed with making every single piece of writing and every single communication some sort of teachable or listicle. And I believe this has started, th this has started around about 2000, 2005, when search engines started to really gain some momentum. 
because before then there was no real net gain you know when you when you just had yahoo and Lycos and various other platforms you know they were so primitive there was no real net gain but now you have monsters like google and bing i mean it's become a multi billion dollar business now of getting written words ranking on those search engines and i understand i do fully understand i i am a marketer i write marketing pieces i understand copy i understand the theory behind it what i'm saying is that quality always trumps um well it trumps everything but it certainly trumps uh jiggery pokery or circumventing the system you know it certainly does um So, I do apologise for my stuffed up nose, I'm not too sure what's going on today, haven't got a cold, just a bit, feeling a bit worse for wear today. So I wanted to address it, because, I mean, I'm a paradox, I get, I get it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm complete opposite ends of the same spectrum. On one hand, I love the complexity of... Kerouac and Bukowski on the other hand I love the simplicity of a theme park I love you know Bob's Burger not the show but just when you go to a theme park and they have themed areas they'll have like a Mexican themed area or a Wild West you know and it'll be Bob's Burger Bar or you know Sally's Sarsaparilla Hut I love simplicity, I love quirky, silly, almost formulaic um, branding, expected, shall we say, I love the expected, but I also love the unexpected, and I think that when you have too much of one, you lose the other, and I think that writing in general Look, poetry's never been popular, and I fucking hate poetry, let's be honest about it. I have no room for what people might call traditional poetry. You know, people standing on a stage and talking about menstrual cycles or whatever. Um, I have no love for that. But I think there was a point, perhaps in the 60s, 50s, when that kind of writing really took it took over public um it took over the public consciousness and it became mainstream for a very brief period admittedly but it did become mainstream and i think there was something very special about that there's something very special about the ramblings of on the road by Jack Kerouac. 
I think there's something very special about the structure without structure. And what you see, certainly for the past 15 years, and maybe it will continue, is this weird um, formulaic writing where everything is a teachable or a listicle and anything else is just too much effort to read I think for, for a lot of people and I understand that I'm in the minority here I understand that most people uh, agree they want to go and see the top five things to do with the whatever and how to get the thing in the whatever you know I get it but truly, how how much of this stuff is is helping people? You know. When whenever marketers talk about this phantasm called a massive value, what value is actually being offered here? What what real change is being offered? Yeah, you can get the top five apps to improve your fitness, but uh, you know, are you going to download them and are you going to implement them? It's 0.01% of people that are going to do that. But everyone who's heard Bukowski is changed after. For better or for worse, you know, he's loved and hated. For various reasons. And I think that's what it comes down to. It comes down to longevity. Uh, are we looking to jump in and make a quick buck off of the sorrow and you know sometimes the disposition of people looking for information about the companies that we run or are we going to actually are we going to do what we should do and tell them what we really think and what we really think they should know you know one of the I've said this before, but one of the most annoying posts I, I see on the internet is, you know, five things you should know about hiring a copywriter. And it's on a copywriter's website. And all the five things are the things that that particular copywriter does well. You know, there's something very disingenuous about that. And it isn't, it isn't providing any value, let alone massive. I push people more towards others than myself. Sometimes I get tagged in Facebook posts and Twitter feeds. This guy's good at writing SaaS. This guy's good at writing, you know, copy for rebellious companies or outlaw company brands or whatever. Um, because I've worked with Blood Brothers and you know, a few other people who would at least categorize themselves as rebels if, if no one else would but I almost always tag someone else I know so many copyrights that are better than me <laughs> uh, especially when it comes to uh, things like financial copy or copy that needs specific structure and technical terms that you know I would have to research and still not understand and, and copy that could get you into some serious trouble you know you tell people you're a lawyer and you're not you know that kind of stuff 
So I, I give away more than I take as far as copywriting is concerned, as far as marketing is concerned. And that's not because I'm some hugely benevolent person. It's because I don't want to be... I don't want to be the guy that takes the job just because it's the job, you know. And if I can't truly do a good job, I'd, I'd just rather not do it. There's there's a guy over here that can suspend his disbelief long enough to think that the stock picks he's writing for are actually going to make someone some kind of cash. I can't, so I don't. That's it, you know. I refuse to. And it all comes back to the, the W, comes back to the writing, you know. I think a lot of, especially in the past sort of two years, three years, there's been a lot of talk about AI taking over copy and a lot of copywriters are getting jittery about that and they're worried and, you know. Anyone who truly believes that a machine or, or, or a piece of software at the very least could write something as good as Kerouac or as heartfelt and raw and emotional as Bukowski or Steinbeck or Tolkien, whoever, I think they're missing the point. And so the people that are scared of these... AIs tend to be the ones that focus on those listicles and teachables because that's just information collated. There's no uh, there's no soul in there. You're just showing people the top three things to do to stop going bold. You're not you're not understanding their problem on a very deep roots human level. Sorry about that. My alarm just went off. I'm not editing this, so uh, tough. You have to just deal with it. But that's what I wanted to talk about today. And it's something I've been thinking about deeply. And uh, going forward, you know, like we all do when we start out, we tend to work with companies who will work with us. That's it. You, you know, The qualifier is... Do you have a budget and do you need writing? Well, the qualifier going forward is going to be more like, do you get it? You know, do you get it? Do you truly understand the value of the work? And are you looking to put, you know, assets into your business, written assets that that are not only worth reading but you know serve a purpose beyond giving people five ways to you know lubricate their engine and you just happen to be a lubricant manufacturer because because that's the way things are going if you look at where marketing was and where marketing is going and where business was and business is going, people are buying for bigger reasons now. Whether we agree with those reasons or not, 
whether it's Black Lives Matter or the feminist uh, movement or, you know, disability awareness, veteran-owned businesses. People buy for more than just the product itself. They're, they're buying for what the company stands for. And those listicles, top 10 ways to stop your podcast exploding, you know, all the teachables, how to make a podcast that doesn't explode every day. I think those are going to come back to bite people in the ass. I truly do. I think they're going to come back to haunt people because we're going to look back on this time much the same way as we look back now at the late 90s with the internet marketing scams, you know, all the Viagra emails of the early 2000s. We're going to look back on these and be very embarrassed. And we have to be careful because this is material that we're putting out into our business. It's funny because a lot of corporations, they want to skip the F word and they want to skip the language and they're not too sure about having a stance politically. All that stuff will, I think, pale in comparison to how we will look back in a decade and see how these companies try to use shitty tactics like, you know, five ways to pick a good copywriter on a copywriter's website and the five things that just happen to be the things that she does best. I think we'll look back at those and not just cringe, but understand that it was a game and there was no value added at all. So there you go. I'm making a stand. It may be a very small one, but it's a stand nonetheless. And, you know, please call me out if you see anything like that with my name attached. You know, I want that shit gone. I, I don't want to be a part of that anymore. I'm terrified of looking back at 50 and just, you know, seeing myself as a part of that system. I truly believe this. This is not hyperbole. I truly believe that we're going to look back at these, quote, business writing tactics and really cringe at what we were trying to do. And I say we because I've done it in the past, you know. I think we're going to see a more organic approach to business writing. And I think we're going to see a more organic approach to uh, writing itself. If you look at the the rise of Instagram, why was Instagram so popular? Because it's a social media with photographs. No, the filters. People love to see those old Polaroid style filters on their photographs. There is there's like a necessity. There's a a craving for the retro. And in the same way that people craved those Polaroid um, filters for their photographs. And uh, 
the, the waistcoats and the flat caps of Peaky Blinders and you know the obsession with 80s video games and movies which has been going for a decade or so now I think you're going to see a real shift away from these rigid, stiff, compliant um, dull, grey suited uh, business writing tactics and you're going to see a huge shift towards organic raw and and downright offensive in some cases forms of communicating and I applaud it <laughs>